Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life. VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Up, how are we doing today? It's your girl Liz here. And I know I haven't podcasted for about two weeks. And that's because I decided when I relaunched my podcast, I used to just only talk about pop culture, that I would do my podcast for VSG when there was an update or as I went through my phases, as I found techniques that would work for you, that worked for me, things that haven't worked for me. You know, sharing is caring, as I like to say. So I'm just lying. I never say that. But on this podcast, sharing really is caring because that is what I have found through VSG support groups is that the more you talk about it, the more you learn. And not everyone really wants to talk about your weight loss in this journey that hasn't gone through it. Um, I can tell like my family is already like really sick of me. So I have that going for me. Even my husband's kind of like, okay, good job. Keep it up. But you know, I don't know that he wants to hear the day to day. Good news is I'm officially one month post-op. Yay. I just did a self clap for myself because no one else is here. But, uh, you know, so I posted my before and after photo on my Instagram, which is Liz Rao Official. All my social media, my website, everything is Liz Rao Official. But I want to talk to you all about it because one month was, I didn't hit the weight loss goal I expected. I was close to it. I think on my last podcast, I actually um, did my math incorrectly. I said I was 27 pounds down. I was 25. Now I'm 27 pounds down um, as of one month. And I thought for sure, like I would lose 30 pounds like that in the first month. Um, Not the case. But then again, I, um, you know, I talked about this. I'm not, I wasn't as heavy as a lot of the people who go through this process. So my body is handling it a little bit different. While I had a BMI of 36, I also had sleep apnea, which is what qualified me for the surgery. My BMI did not. So just kind of remember that when you're going through this process. If your BMI is 40 or above, you automatically qualify. If you're 36 to 40, I believe, with another condition such as diabetes, high blood pressure, depending on your insurance, there are different qualifiers. My sleep apnea qualified me hands down. And that is getting better. I haven't lost enough to completely eradicate my sleep apnea, but I am sleeping better once I fall asleep. It's the once I fall asleep that's kind of the key catchphrase there because my anxiety since I've gone back to work is crazy high. And my job's not difficult. I don't talk what about I do professionally here, but I will say it's not difficult. It's just a lot of computer screen time right now. I used to travel a lot and not being able to travel during this pandemic or visit my clients. There's something about being on the computer so much that just makes my skin crawl. So I've kind of tried to counteract that. I go on walks around my complex that I live in with my townhouse. My husband and I are both working from home, both really kind of stuck in our box, so to speak. And so we, a couple times a day, take walks around a complex, 
my workouts are back kind of so for two weeks you're clear to like really walk jog ride a stationary bike at four weeks you can pretty much work out as long as um, you're not doing you can't lift anything over 25 pounds and um, you can't do anything that engages your core so like pilates right now is a no for me ab workouts lifting um i'm trying to be very very gentle because one of my incisions is still a little tender and I don't want to do anything to disrupt that, to get a hernia under there. Um, so I am being careful. However, we have this cross trainer, as I call it, because it's kind of a cross between like an elliptical and maybe like a stair climber. It doesn't go like the full round motion of the elliptical, but it doesn't do like knee highs either. It's somewhere in between. So I just call it a trainer or a cross trainer. Um, I'm not doing the upper arms on it. I'm doing, I can do lower arms where they really just go up and down, but I don't, I don't get that round motion by holding onto the lower bar versus the top of it. Um, just again, so I don't twist my torso. Be very, very careful. I mean, follow your doctor's instructions, but um, you know, I don't wanna go back in for more surgery. And with that being said, sorry, I had to take a sip of water, you know, sip, sip, sip. Um, everyone who goes through VSG or RNY should just get the tattoo, sip, 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 because you just can't get enough water, but you can't chug it. It's a weird sensation. I know. Um, anyway, with that being said, let me go back to where I started this topic before I went on a tangent. I'm one month post-op. Yes, you heard me right. One whole month. I can't believe it's flown by. But as I'm talking about getting back into my workout routine, it's really important for me to talk to you all about Just Strong. Com. JustStrong.com is a workout gear motivated uh, website where you can order workout gear, you can order hoodies, you can order supplements, you can even order things for your kids. There are ideas and inspirations on really ways to motivate you as a woman. We know women and men work out differently. And I have really come to love, love, love this brand. So the link is in my Instagram profile at LizRow Official, as is the promo code. But just to remind you, it's LizRow10. And it was started for a woman by a woman. So you know that these clothes fit. How many times do we buy some, something at a department store, we get home and we're like, oh, it just doesn't fit my body. That You won't get that with this. So JustStrong.com, female empowerment boosting brand. Remember it, love it, live it. Ever believed more in sharing my journey. In the beginning, I was very, very honest that it was embarrassing for me. I found it uncomfortable to talk about the fact that I was having a weight loss surgery in order to reconcile so many issues I was having with my body. And I follow Kimberly H. on YouTube, and in one of her comments, she said, take photos, even if you don't want to, take photos. And Kimberly someone who went through uh, Regain. And she's very honest about the mistakes that she had made and how she's correcting those. But she said, you know, I didn't take a lot of photos because I was, I still didn't like my body. And I, I really empathize with that. So I have been taking photos. I have been posting them. And I didn't, I don't look in the mirror and see a huge difference being 27 pounds down, except for my face. I've talked about this. I do feel thinner in my face because it got to the point where I just look like a bloated chipmunk, like my face was too small for my head, if you know what I mean. Like, I just, I just felt so chubby-wubby. 
and my face. And so I can see it there. Um, I see it a little bit in my neck. And the other day I like was moving in an Instagram story and saw like a hint of a collarbone and got really excited. Um, but overall, when I look in the mirror, I don't see a huge difference. And you would think 27 pounds, like shouldn't I be down a size? Mm, I'm not. But we all lose weight differently. We lose it from different parts of our body differently at different times. So even if you don't lose weight, your body's still adjusting to that weight loss, which is why it's so important to talk about NSVs. So when I celebrated my one-month post-op, I posted a blog on my website to feedback on that blog, which was so exciting. But this is why every blogger, Instagrammer, YouTuber recommends taking photos of your VSG or RNY bariatric journey. Even if I don't physically feel different, the proof is really in the photograph. So during my first two weeks of post-op, I didn't feel my best. I just didn't. I was on liquids for three full weeks. My energy was so low. And my husband would be like, you know, I'm really concerned that your energy is not getting any better. Well, I mean, I was getting what, like 400 calories a day? Like I just, I just wanted to sleep all the time. And if I could go back and take those full first two weeks off of work and stay in bed the whole time, I would have. But I had to go back to work. Mama needs to bring home the vegan bacon. So having just only protein shakes, you know, I did everything I could do to keep those down. Um, You're not hungry. At least I wasn't post-op unless it's a mental hunger because we think we should be eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We think that we're supposed to be hungry. However, that hormonal part of your stomach is cut out during the removal of 80% of your stomach. So physically, I just was not hungry. Um, I'm down 27 pounds now, like I said, 20 pounds since surgery, 27 pounds down since my highest weight pre-liquid diet, so pre-po-op, post, uh, pre, pre-op, whatever. And then I stalled. I'm not worried about that, though, because I've been adding soft foods to my diet, and I talked it over with my surgeon during my, what was a three-week post-op appointment, because I had to cancel my two-week, and I said, you know, I'm just not getting 60 grams of protein, I'm getting more between like 40 and 50, and he goes, well, you got to get 60. And I go, well, can I go ahead and eat fish? Like, can I eat salmon? Things like that that I was saving for solid foods. And he goes, yeah, those are soft enough. Just make sure you're really chewing everything through and thoroughly. And since I've been able to add like things like salmon, tilapia, um, I've eaten a lot of tuna fish salad in the last week. Since I've added those back into my diet, I'm easily hitting my 60 grams of protein a day. It was taking me like six to eight hours to eat a five ounce piece of salmon. But you know what? That salmon had a lot of protein, so it was fine. But because I added that back in and getting now I'm getting more protein, I'm also getting more calories. So again, my body has to acclimate. It has to adjust to its new world. So every time you're adding things back into your diet, you're going to stall, people. Don't get down on yourself. Uh, one of my biggest pet peeves right now with Instagram are people who are like, oh, I've eating, I've been eating mashed potatoes all week and I, I stalled and I'm not losing weight and I can't believe I cut out my stomach and blah, blah, blah. Well, duh. Duh is what I want to say. I don't. I reply and say, keep it up. Keep up the good work. You know, your body is just taking its time. But I want to say, well, one, what, what protein, what quality protein are you getting out of your mashed potatoes that you got from Applebee's or Boston Market or your fast food? Secondly, make your own at home. It's going to be much healthier for you. It's going to have less processed crap in it. And if you really want mashed potatoes, go the healthy way. Make them, make them yourself. Cut up a potato and boil it. It's not that hard. Um, 
sorry, tangent. I, I just go off on tangents. What do you want from me? The other thing is that my body will just and my weight will start going off again. So slowly but surely. Being able to add in more exercise helped as well. So I'm doing 30 minutes a day on my trainer. And my weight again started to fall off. So I had a little bit of a stall, but I've lost two week or two pounds since then. And I'm fine with that. Slow and steady. I always kind of have that mantra in my head. I don't know if it's true or not, but the slower it comes off, the more likely it'll stay off. Rapid weight loss is great, but it it's really, really hard on your body. So yeah, I lost 27 pounds in the first month, but I'm ready to lose it slow and steady from here on out. One, my hair is falling out like nobody's business. Every morning I wake up and there's like a wig left on my pillow. And then my husband finds it like, he was like, why is your hair all over the place? It's in like my boxers. It's in like, what are you doing in my closet? And I'm like, I'm not even in your closet. But he just manages to like track it in there and he gets in his drawers because it's like falling off of him. And it's my hair is everywhere. And I have long hair. It looks super scraggly now. It was thin to begin with. Because it's dark, people think it's thicker than it actually is. Um, But if I was a blonde, I would look bald. I'm just saying. So I'm going to actually go and get it cut pretty soon just to help manage it a little bit better. But slow and steady from here on out. That's why the hair loss occurs. It's not a nutritional thing. It's just from a rapid weight loss standpoint. So people who do keto and Atkins and all of that... There's a reason that diet isn't maintainable long term, and it's because it's too hard on your body. So it's great to kick off your weight loss, but you have to learn how to introduce real foods back into your body. Everyone's like, no, you can't do oats because, and I saw this on a support board. Someone was like, can I do oats at this particular stage? And I think it was like soft foods or something. And someone said, it's too many carbs. You can't do that. Carbs aren't good for us. That's not what I learned in my nutrition class. It was eat the right carbs. Don't eat processed carbs or potato chips and things that aren't going to give you any quality nutrients. Oats and many other grains have a great amount of nutrients in them. So you don't want to completely cut that out of your body. You just want to make sure you're getting the right carbs and natural carbs, things that are found on planet Earth, not found um, in an aluminum bag. You know what I'm saying? Got me? Feel me? Okay, moving on off my little soapbox for the fifth time this podcast. The other thing um, I've noticed during my one month, let's go back to the topic, is I've also had the pleasure of my digestive system riding a roller coaster every single time I add something new into my diet. It's you're either constipated or the opposite. Um, Someone once told me it was called the runs and I thought that was great. Because who likes the word diarrhea? Not me. I still have dizziness hanging around too, especially if I sleep in on the weekends, which I love. I just, even if I'm not sleeping, I just want to stay in bed. It's just who I am. It's my personality. Let me have it, people. So, but when I do sleep in and I don't have water in my system at like eight o'clock in the morning and I'm not immediately drinking my protein shake that I've made with my totally clean organ powder and my organic almond butter and, you know, whatever, um, that's when I get the dizziest. And the other day, last weekend, I think it was, I I stayed in bed until 1030. And I was just reading a book. And I got up, I went to go wash my face, because I never miss my skincare routine. You all know that about me. I'm religious about it. And then I'm going down the stairs and suddenly I'm dizzy. But I'm dizzy to the point where my legs are shaking. So I just sit down on the stairs. And my my two little 
fur babies, Daisy and Puffin, my little cats, came and just sat next to me until I was ready to go. They're very, very concerned about their mama. But the dizziness is something that I'm ready for that to roll off. And I'm sure it won't happen until the end of the 12 weeks when you're fully healed and you're back to, like, eating like a normal-ish person and, you know, all that. I will say, however, dizziness aside, I feel better. I have way more energy. My clothes are looser. My skin is clearer. Uh, My skin was really heavily breaking out there for a while, and I don't know if it was doing liquids for three weeks or what, but I can tell you I've noticed a change in my skin all over my body, Um, places where I was developing a little dry skin eczema. Thank you, Colorado Dry Air. Um, You know, it's, it's going away. And just seeing how much my skin is changing just everywhere is really kind of amazing. Um, Lord knows I love having a clear face again, so that was great too. For the most part, my stress levels are lower. Um, We'll talk a little bit more about that later. My boobs are getting smaller. Thank the freaking Lord. Because, I mean, I thought it could have gone bowling with my breast. They were just so massive, so huge. Um... And the lower back pain was just getting ridiculous. So slowly, that's getting better, too. So progress is progress, is my whole point of this, little by little. Um, So again, on my blog and on my Instagram page, I posted a before pre-op and a one-month post-op. I cut out the photos because I don't have a good place to take these photos in my house. So um, I just did side-by-side cutouts. I did not cut anything off my body, swear to you. But in the picture, you can see it. I told you in the beginning of this podcast, in the mirror, I don't feel like I could see it. I'm not seeing the difference like I wish I was. In the pictures, I can. Um, Significant loss in my my belly. My back fat in the pre-photo is just disgusting. Um, And I can see it in my face. And that makes me really, really happy. So if you want to kind of continue on this part of my journey with me, you know, I also started a YouTube channel. Liz Raw Official, like everything else, I'm very, very consistent about that. Um, so I'm, I'm making recipe videos, tip videos, journey videos, you name it, they're going on there. I'm dairy-free, so my journey with VSG is a little bit different than the average vsg Um I also will only eat fish and eggs. I won't eat red meat at all. I think it's disgusting. Um, the smell of chicken actually makes me nauseous. So... That, that just is what it is. I was vegan for 10 years, went back to kind of being pescatarian, vegetarian, somewhere around there. I added the eggs in this year because I knew I was going through the surgery and I knew I needed extra protein. And there's just only so much tofu a girl can eat. I also started tracking all of my receipts on Fetch Rewards. Do you all know about this phone app, Fetch Rewards? Am I just super, super late to the party? This is going to help my wardrobe budget. So Going into this process, the minute you start the classes and decide you're doing this surgery, start putting your pennies away for a wardrobe budget. Quit buying anything for your current size. Just stop and save your money for your future self. You will be so happy you did. With Fetch Rewards, think about all the the protein stuff you're buying, the shakes, the powders, the powdered almond butter, the meat. Um, A lot of people are buying cheese. Think of all the grocery shopping you're doing to prepare for this and for your liquid diets and soft foods and all of that. Um, Even the containers. Well, with Fetch Rewards, you can scan every single receipt. It doesn't matter if it's a gasoline receipt for your car and you get points. And then anything that's on there. So I think like Dove bath products were on there last week. I got bonus points for that at Target. 
And then all of those points that you scan cost you nothing to sign up, by the way. You can then redeem for gift cards, which is fantastic because some of those places that you can redeem are like Target, Kohl's, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, Home Goods, which is my jam. It's not going to help my wardrobe any, um, but it's going to help decorate my house, which is going to make me feel better. Anyone who knows me knows I love Home Goods. It's it's my little happy place. When I'm in a bad mood, I can just go in with a little cup of coffee. Um, now I have to do decaf after my first cup, blah, blah, blah. But it's just my little happy slice of juju. I used to live right next to one in my apartment before I moved in with my husband. And I would just walk over. I'd take a little walk around the perimeter. By the way, I was skinnier then because I'd walk. And just I would just go in. It was just, it's just so peaceful and tranquil. It's full of my people. Other people who love home goods and decorating and switching things up. You know what I mean? So anyway, back to my point. With Fetch Rewards, download it for free. And then use my referral code and you'll get bonus points immediately when you sign up. It's G as in George, A as in Apple, F as in Frank, 2, H as in Harry. It looks like GAF, 2H. And again, I have that linked on my Instagram as well. So you can go to my profile and get that promo code anytime you want. It's also on my one month journey blog. But that will help you put away your pennies for your wardrobe budget, which you're going to need. So even though I'm not down a size right now, I did redeem my first prom, um, my first gift card for Old Navy, and I went and I picked up things one size smaller because I can tell, you know, a month from now, I'm going to need those shirts that are one size smaller. So I've just started kind of going ahead, but I didn't spend any of my own money. I used everything from this reward system, so it was fantastic. Um, every time my husband goes to Costco, uh, you better believe I scan that receipt like nobody's business. I want to talk to you about Orgain protein powder. It is totally, totally clean. It was started by Dr. Andrew, who as a cancer patient needed to go to protein powders in order to get some weight back on his body. And everything out there was so processed, none of it was nutritional, and so he started making his own. After his cancer went away and he went through medical school, he still wasn't seeing anything out there that was totally clean on the market for other people like him. So he launched Orgain Protein Powder. And it is so yummy, y'all. There are many different flavors. You could, There's also a grass-fed one if you don't want to go completely vegan and you want some whey protein as well. But everything is clean. It's organic. It's healthy. There's real food on the nutrients label, which is fan-freaking-tastic. And right now, you can go to Orgain.com and use my promo code LizRao30 and get 30% off your entire cart. I have it linked in my LizRao official Instagram profile. I have it linked on my website as well, LizRaoOfficial.com. There's no way you can't find this if you look me up on social media. But it is delicious. I recommend making the chocolate with two tablespoons of almond butter, organic of course, organic almond milk, and then I throw in a handful of frozen fruit of my choice to, for a little sweetness, and it's delicious. It is like drinking a chocolate milkshake. Swear. You won't regret it whatsoever. Again, that's orgain.com. Use my promo code LizRao30. Do you miss... Um, from my diet though, I will be honest, which is wine. All of a sudden this week, I went through major FOMO. It's been, I don't know, six weeks since I've had a glass of wine because I gave it up before I did my pre-op and I'm just really missing it. And let me tell you what, it's making me really annoyed. This week I was in a terrible mood most days and my husband was like, rare, you know, like, just like, what did I do? And I can't help it. I'm just in a mood. Everyone's annoying me. And 
like I can't even tell you the things that are annoying me. Someone has been texting me and they're super, super needy and they use like 4,000 exclamation points and emojis and I want to I wanna reach to the phone and strangle them. It, it just is what it is. And I don't know if it's the wine. I don't know if it's the diet. I don't know if I'm just moody right now. Um, I don't think I'm PMSing. That I can pretty much uh, cut out. But yeah, no, people don't use 40,000 emojis and exclamation points. It's annoying. And if it annoys me, it probably annoys everyone. And I'm just the only one who's going to say it because that's who I am. The, and, the, and like people who look for yes people, I'm never going to be a yes person for anyone, for any of my friends. If you're really my friend, you should know this. I'm not going to be like, it's okay. It's okay. Everything's going to get better. No, I'm going to say, suck it up. Don't let it bother you. And, uh, I just don't, I just don't like it. I don't even care if it's a family member who needs a yes person. I'm just going to say it like it is. And I've always been that way. But this week in particular, like my rubber band just snapped. It just freaking snapped. And so yesterday I was like, I'm going to TJ Maxx. And I just walked out of the house. Now, is it safe to go shopping right now? No. Did I wear my mask in Germex like with the best of them? Yeah, betcha. And then this woman in the line was completely ignoring these stand here things. And every time I'd move up, she'd encroach her little cart. And instead of just leaving the cart between us, then she'd walk to the front and start fiddling with things in her cart. And I just kept looking at her like, could, could you back off? We're in a pandemic. You don't need to be three inches from me. Like, move away. And it annoyed me more because she wasn't even wearing her mask properly. It was under her nose, which is just a peppy. If you wear a mask or don't, but don't half-ass it. And it's mandated here in Colorado, so just suck it up. Suck it up. People work out in masks. I think you can breathe just fine. Is it annoying? Yeah, you betcha. But doctors do it all the goddamn time. So suck it up. And like I said, I, I, just, I just want a glass of wine. Can I have non-alcoholic wine is that too much sugar can someone tell me just my FOMO is real this week and my anxiety was very real this week which is probably why it was so bitter but I just I'm annoyed with things in my life that right now I can't change I'm not annoyed with the diet or the process at all really but I just wanted a glass of wine this week, and it just pissed me off that I couldn't have it. Um, I have some stressors that are work-related, which is feeding into my anxiety. I have um, not been able to fall asleep easily because of my anxiety, because then I can't shut off my brain. On the flip side, whenever my anxiety is flowing, so is my creativity. And isn't that a beast? Maybe this is why artists are so tortured. Um, and most of them do drugs. I don't. I live in Colorado and I can't even stand the smell of pot, let alone try it. But uh, so I've been working on my book. That's great. But um, yeah, I was just real annoyed this week and I'm sorry you had to listen to it. I had to go off on a tangent. What can you say? But uh, let me know. Let me know what you do to get your anxiety out because I've been working out every day. I've been following my diet and um, I just want a glass of wine. I just do. Sue me. Can I have one at 12 weeks? Can I have it the day of my 12th week celebration? I want to know. I do. I know they don't recommend it for the first year, but you know, is four ounces really, really going to hurt me? I just want to know. People go back to drinking soda and beer and everything else. And that's the other thing. October is my favorite time of year and Oktoberfest beer is out by Sam Adams and I see it everywhere and it just reminds me I can't have it. I didn't think through the timing of my surgery. I should have had it in January. So come October, I could have had a beer. I don't know. 
I thought I could hack it, but this week I couldn't. I mean, I didn't give in, but you know what I mean? Are you all going through this frustration? I just, someone talk to me. Someone let me know how you deal with this. Okay, moving on. Uh, My nausea this week, out of nowhere, so freaking nauseous. Every time I take a pill, no matter what the pill is or no matter how big or small it is, I can understand a big, huge pill like the calcium pills we have to take, which I have ordered calcium chews now because my gummies, because... It's really, it's a huge pill. And I'm not a person who, like, blinks at having to swallow pills. But, um, like, my multivitamins making me nauseous. Even my anxiety pills that I take twice a day are making me nauseous. And they're itty-bitty. So I've switched some things out for gummies to try to help in the meantime. Like, my fiber pill was making me real sick. So I switched that out for gummy. I switched my biotin out for a gummy. Um, I'm looking for multivitamin gummies. And the calcium I ordered in a gummy. Nothing I can do about my anxiety pill, but I'm just hoping until this, like, new phase passes, um, that'll be enough. But are you, like, I understand nausea in the beginning when you're adding things in, but four weeks out, four and a half now, you, like, out of nowhere, I was doing so fine, not struggling one bit whatsoever with it, and then, bam, and I should be stronger now with that, right? Because... I have soft foods back in, I'm hitting my protein levels, I'm hitting my liquid levels, I'm working out, and then it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But that is my update. If you all want to follow me on YouTube, again, go to Liz Rao Official, but follow me on Instagram first and foremost, because that is where I put a lot of my posts up, and of course, Facebook, and again, it's all Liz Rao Official. Drop a comment, let me know what you think of this podcast, let me know if you can relate to any of this at all. And if you feel like it, please subscribe and give me a five-star rating because it super, super, super helps me out. And then I'm able to get better promo code discounts for you all as well. So sharing is caring. Anyway, let's talk soon, shall we? Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.